Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I'm Dr. Emily. On today's show, I'm giving you a mashup of all things Valentine's Day, from letters of lovers past to how to make the day special and so much more. So enjoy this mashup. Have a pleasure-filled day and year of love. Happy Valentine's Day. All this and more. Thanks for listening. Do you ever meet someone who hasn't tried your favorite food or watch your favorite tea show and then you get them to try it and their mind is blown? That happens to me all the time, but with lube, specifically lube during oral sex. It's one of my favorite tips and I'm always amazed when I find someone who hasn't tried it. Either they don't think it's needed or they're afraid of lube tasting bad. Well, thank goodness they're wrong. I mean, not only does lube make receiving oral sex feel incredible, but now it also tastes amazing. There's a brand new line of flavored lubes from our good friends at Joe. It's called Muse, and it's going to be that mind-blowing thing that will change your sex life forever. And if you haven't heard, my other favorite tip for giving oral is to be enthusiastic. Well, guess what? When your partner tastes like salted caramel, believe me, that enthusiasm gets real. Muse comes in three great flavors, mint chocolate, creme brulee, and yes, salted caramel. Each one is 100% edible, 100% sugar and paraben free, and 100% game changer. Oh, and they come in bottles with pump tops. It's like my dream come true. You gotta try Muse. We're all obsessed with it over here. To get some for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com slash muse. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash M-U-S-E. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com and all social media. It is Sex with Emily, and you're going to love our website. My intention for the show, as we do intentions, is for you to have a happy Valentine's Day, whether it's self-loving yourself, self-loving all over yourself, or with a partner. Enjoy it. I love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. So we've got some uh, Valentine's Day stats for you to get you in the mood. Very interesting study that we found. I'd never seen this before, and I've seen it all when it comes to Valentine's Day. I talk about this every year. Satellite Internet says what your state is Googling on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, this is what they found. The top search term in half the states in America, breakup. So then I think, if you're all searching breakup, do we need to talk? Now, are you doing breakup because you're like, it's really making you realize like, I don't want to go out to dinner and spend all this money and pretend I love him. Kiss you. No, I hate this person. In fact, I don't feel love. I feel anti-love for them. And I want to break up. What's going on there? That's the most common. It literally has a map. Can we put this in like the uh, show notes? Yes. Has the map of the United States. And it's like, breakup, breakup. And then there's like, (laughs) okay, there's breakup. And then there's poetry in another state free dating apps, date ideas, and then break up again, break up. The Bachelor. Interesting. So some people are getting it on romantically and they're like, I want to be an amazing Valentine. I'm going to do something really romantic. And everyone does like, I want to dump this relationship. 
So this is what I think is amazing on Valentine's Day. So expected total spending as a whole is $27.4 billion. That's a lot of Mm -hmm. fucking money. Average total spending individually, $196. Individually. That's That's, what they're going to spend. Hmm. So now everyone's going to be like, how much did you spend on me to this Valentine's Day? And if it's anything less, yeah. I don't think you have to spend money to make it great. I don't either. Mm -mm. Only 20% of singles are excited for Valentine's Day. Okay, 43% of uh, singles consider Valentine's Day to be the most pressure-filled holiday. One in five wishing the holiday was canceled altogether. Oh, this is my favorite part. Sexy gifts. This Mm -hmm. is true. I couldn't believe this. I thought, Jamie, when you gave this to me, I thought, this can't, you made this up. These are the sexy gifts oh, people. But I didn't. <laughs> sexy gifts people are wanting this year. This is according to Adult Friend Finder. They would know. I feel they have the pulse on what sexy things people want. The number one thing is bondage toys. Yes. Which is fun. You could get like a beginner bondage kit if you don't know where to start. Those are awesome. Get them in any sex toy store. They want a remote controlled vibrator. Now, this is something mm-hmm. that we've been talking about for years. But the fact that people see it now, probably because they're watching porn or they see it, the, you know. I don't know if you're Probably. at the cam. Or something we love that... the Moxie. That's one of our favorite, our favorite, favorite, favorite toys. I do you think it's because people are like it's like one step below like actually having sex in public. It's so like a it's a more like there's less likelihood that you're gonna get caught, but it's yeah. still a sexy secret. Because it's a sexy exactly. It's the exact kind of thing that I believe that people are craving on Valentine's Day or really every other day of the year. You're looking for something different, spontaneous, and you haven't done it before. That's when you get the adrenaline going. And the more we do kind of daring things with our partner or try something different, the more connected we feel. So what better way to do it than to wear a vibrator out for dinner on Valentine's Day or at home or to work that day, depending on where you work. I always thought because of this job, I could give the remote to my to my boyfriend. But like, I don't know. I just feel like how distracted am I going to (laughs) be? I feel like I could put on a real, like, I wouldn't tell you guys and I would just try to put on a really brave face. I think I could do it. Guess what, Emily? All day today I was wearing the moxie in my pants. Poker face. Poker Poker, face. Poker orgasm But you could do that. I wonder if he would be able to get you to orgasm. No. You have my permission to do that one day. Eh. Okay, people want a couple's massage. (laughs) You're like, "Eh, I'm not going to save it for home. (laughs) It's not as fun now. It's like cheating. Like you it's gotta like tell an affair. me no. I just said yes, so you're like, eh, not as fun anymore. You gotta tell me no, because there's something. Okay, no, don't ever <laughs> wear a vibrator to work. All right, now I'm gonna do. Uh, the other things people want are couples massage. These yes. are the sexy gifts. I think that's one you could you could do that at home. You could just do that like without even having to leave your house. You could hire someone to come to your house and do it as well. Uh, water based lube. I'm such a fan of all the, what everybody wants. Five massage oil candles. They are amazing. We uh, love massage oil candle. It's uh, really beautiful. You light the candle and you blow it out. You can't do this with every candle. It has to be a massage oil candle. You blow it out and like you pour it on your partner. It's like this warm, luxurious massage oil. Who want gold handcuffs, number six? Ooh, we Not got... to be confused with the golden shower. Yes. Don't... Why gold hand cho- handcuffs? Because uh, Like the nice is... ones? Like the... Like they want it to be a status symbol. Like I think you should get Velcro ones because they're easier to use if you want to actually be practical. Because you actually want to use them. Because people don't know these things. They know they they don't. They don't know that these Velcro things exist and they're like gold is pretty and silver is too much. Like I'm actually arresting you. Yeah. You'll never use the gold ones. What if they have a key? Worse yet, you lose the key. It's a whole thing. Velcro. Think about it. Velcro or bondage tape. Oh my God. Imagine on Valentine's Day. How memorable would that be? My partner lost the keys to the handcuffs and you had to go to like, what do you go to? A blacksmith? Those still exist? Yeah. yeah. 
Is that what they're called? Blacksmiths that come over and unlock your door? I don't know. Like, um, What's now, it called? I'm picturing <laughs> like a locksmith. Locks. A blacksmith. I'm like Hephaestus from ancient Greece. Speaking of ancient Greece, I'm glad you brought that up. It's actually the Romans. Do you want to hear the history of Valentine's oh, Day? Oh, I do. Well, but of course I want to hear. Okay, the name Valentine's Day came from Emperor Claudius, which I thought it was Emperor uh, Clitoris. I was trying to remember. Emperor like, was it Clitoris? Was it Emperor Coronavirus? <laughs> but it's... Coronavirus, but it was actually the Emperor Claudius. So he decided that he thought all young men should be, all the soldiers should go to war. And he didn't want them getting married. Mm. So he tried to put a ban on marriage. And he said, uh, you know, there's going to be no marriage allowed. I need men to fight for our country. But then there was a priest and his name was Valentine. Mm. And priest Valentine said, nah, I'm going to do some underground marriages. This is, I believe in love. I believe in romance. I believe in commitment. And so he started authorizing, he started performing wedding ceremonies. Well, he found out an emperor clitoris got very, very upset. <laughs> and he was like, Valentine, you're an asshole. I'm putting you uh, in the dungeon, in, the ca- in, in jail. So Valentine's in jail. And what happens? Emperor Clitoris's daughter came to visit and he fell in love with her. Princess Labia. Princess Labia. <laughs> yes. Princess Labia came and, 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 and Sir Valentine, not, we'll call him Sir Valentine. He was like, I, I love her. I love this woman. I love her labia. I love her labia. And I love everything about her. So, however, the night before he died, they found a letter that oh. he'd written to Princess Labia and he signed it, love your Valentine. And that was the first Valentine ever written. Oh, I love that story. And I love the names. That's one of the that's one of the um one of the interpretations. Origins. There were there's like other origins that there's like two Valentines and there was two years in a row things were happening, but I like this one. There's also a very dark There's dark, a very dark, dark one dark version. Not yeah. good. No, no, no. So I like this one. Write love letters this year. I like that too. I know. That's so good. It's so and isn't it funny that it was his name was Clit- Clitoris is this the craziest part in ancient Rome. I know. They See, knew back then, but there they were used, some sexy used to people. Be names, and now we can't say it. I know. I think it was sex- Claudius, but you have <laughs> changed. It. It's definitely Cla- It's definitely not Claudius. It's Claudius the second. It's Emperor Claudius the second. We can, you know, what his we name can, was Valentine, though. For the show, we're going to rewrite history a little bit. A little don't, bit. Don't fact check us on but that. But you get it. Just, please don't. <laughs> All right, guys. Hilarious. What's fun about this is, first off, we don't write letters anymore, so hopefully this is going to encourage you to write something to a friend, to a lover, let them know how you feel about them. But it's also allowing me to learn things from my past that I had forgotten that I can teach you all here in the moment. Some reminiscing. I'm reminiscing. Some nostalgia. Exactly. I'm like, oh my God, I remember this guy. I thought that he was so great, and I fell for him very quickly, and we had an affair for about a year Maybe less. Maybe it was like nine months. And I just loved that he was so into me and attentive. And all my friends, till this day even, but even then, they were like, <laughs> no, no, Emily, no, no, no. And I, it made me think like, what are those green flags when you're dating someone that, it, that turned into a red flag? You were like, I love all these things about them. And then it was like, red flag, red flag. And then you learn. Because I learned from this one. Here's what he wrote. Now, it's clever. I saved it. Well, I save all of them. He wrote it on a barf bag from an airplane. He was on Virgin Atlantic flying. And I saved it as I save. This one was stuck out because we're like, oh, clever. (laughs) He wrote, Emily, how presumptuous of you to assume that I'm mimicking your opus barf bag by writing a note via air sickness repository. I have no idea what that means. 
And then he called me Mitts. And I don't remember why my nickname was Mitts. Did you like mittens? I don't know. No. I was in San Francisco. We didn't wear mittens. I think he thought I was like, like Mitts, like a, Is like he, a kitten. Oh, like a Mitts and kitten. Like, okay. Like, I don't remember. Like a, like a minx, but a Mitts. So he writes a bunch of things here that don't really make sense. But then at the bottom, <laughs> delivery mechanism aside, this note exists to convey one inescapable truth. I love you with the gravity that not even the moon exer- exerts in beaconing the evening tide. I shine knowing you might bask beneath my light and reflect it back, infused with your beauty. Love, Jay. We're not going to say his name. And then he says, P.S. look inside, and he puts something inside of it. And it's like another note. So he's super clever. Anyway, true innovation. That was the love part, which I liked getting the words, and I'm reading the words here going, oh, but this relationship. So it reminded me of a few things. This guy was just getting out of a relationship, and when I met him, he was into me. And it felt so good. He was very attentive. He was often writing me notes. And he was showing up and helping me with things. I think I was making my film at the time. He was more like tech savvy. He was helping me edit stuff and do things. And he was very available. And he was very into touch. And he was very loving in that way. But then all of a sudden, he became too available. So this one time, I was in Mm -hmm. Chicago for my friend's birthday. We were all there for my 30th. Five of us meet every year. And all of a sudden, Jay happened to, we were in Chicago, happened to be flying over Chicago. Like he was in San Francisco and he's like, oh, I just happened to be on an airplane that's going to land and has a layover in Chicago because he wanted to come see me. And I was like, you guys, maybe it's true. They're like, why the hell is he in Chicago? And I was like, well, you can't come see me because I'm with my best girlfriends. That is a sign. Very available. And the other thing it reminded me of that he had no friends. Oh, he really didn't have friends. He didn't have friends in San Francisco. He'd been there for a few years. He was going through a breakup. But it just made me realize that people who don't have friends, great if they're long term friends, but any friends, even from work, from life. I think that's a sign that that their emotional skills, the way they connect with people isn't up to par and they haven't really excelled in that area yet. And that means if they're too available, they're too there for you and they don't have a life outside of you, it's not going to go well. But I wasn't able to see those things at the time because I was just into his um, availability and touch and interest in me. So have you ever been with someone and there was a green flag that actually turned out to be a red flag? So when you said, though, that he was like happened to be flying over... (laughs) Chicago. I was like, what did? He, what do you mean? What did he do? Just like let like parachute out right, right. over the town? I <laughs> like, think he was like going back to home in New York. Okay. And then he was like, oh, but but now we have to be in Chicago. And I was like, do you not understand me that I have these precious girlfriends I've had at the time for 10 years and we meet once a year and there are no men like we do not. I mean, now there's men involved sometimes and mostly we have our meet up with the girls. And it was like, this just doesn't you can't just I don't miss you. You can't just show up. I'm gone for a weekend. But he missed me, couldn't handle the time without no. me. And granted, at that time, we'd probably been together for, what, six months or something at the That's, time? He followed you across the country. That's across weird. the country. And then my friends were like, how about that guy you dated? So they never forgot that he was probably a guy that I dated that was the most bizarre. I, a green flag that I thought <laughs> that turned out to be a huge red flag was in one of my first relationships, I had noticed, I was like, you know what, I'm always hitting him up. He's never hitting, he's never initiating the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I had... I had asked him, I was like, you know, I feel like I'm always hitting you up and like, I would really like it if you texted me. Made a plan. Yeah. He's like, oh no, but I just like, I always light up when I see you text me. I love when you text me first. So I was like, oh, that's actually really sweet. It makes him feel good. That's great. What it was is that he just wanted to make me look like a crazy clingy person. 
Because that's what he used on you at the end? Well, no, because then there would be times where, like, I knew we had a mutual friend who would be like, yeah, like, sometimes you'll text him and he'll, like, throw his phone across the room. Like, oh, she's texting me again. <gasps> so I'm like, wow, what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a fucking yeah. dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one, too. Okay, Kristen. There was a guy that came over and... It was like one of the first times that I laid next to a guy in bed, watched a movie, and he didn't like try to kiss me or do anything or make a move. And I thought, wow, that's really respectable and nice. But then he never, ever tried to make a move or kiss me. Was he into women? I think he was into women, but I just feel like we weren't into each other. Like there wasn't chemistry there. And I took that as, oh, wow, he's being nice and respectful. But really, I think it was like we just. You weren't attracted to each other. Yeah, that's a good one. Because what we do at the beginning, that's a great example, because we we want to see green. We want to see all the good things. We're like, well, this just means you're into me or you're very available or you're being respectful. And those are those are tough to see. You kind of need more evidence, you know, after after a few dates. I'm trying to think of what else people who are. um. Well, I also think people who show you people show you who they are, believe them and the issues you have on the first date you have forever. And so pretty much if someone's like late or they oh, they let you. Thing. Yeah, they, they, they. Yeah. But that wouldn't be I'm trying to think of like the other green flags I've had are like really fun life with a party. Um, always a good time. Always for going out. Alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a told good great one. Great stories about himself was like really interesting. All these great stories, narcissist. What would you? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, uh, as for just self care, uh huh, or whatever you're doing. Because I feel like I am going to obviously see my boyfriend. I don't know what we're doing. Probably not gonna make it super special, but just we're gonna hang out. But I also like every year to do something for myself on Valentine's Day. Should do something. The office. I don't know. Like a like last a year massage. I got a, yeah. Last year I was gonna say last year I got myself a massage and it was wonderful. I think it's like those things that you think you're only saving for good for special occasions or things that really for me it is massage. That's a great one. Manicure, pedicure, going you know getting a facial, buying yourself something that you've had your eye on. Ooh yeah, I like think a it's nice, like, like a nice yeah, like a nice purse or like a nice pair of shoes. Yeah, or, like a commit, yeah, something that you're like, I I've been looking at these, I want them, I deserve it. We all deserve it. Like treat your treat yourself. I think I got myself. Have you ever had nothing bunt cakes? Yes, didn't we? We got yes in the office like years ago. I <gasps> think I got that for myself last year too, because they're like delicious and they oh, had like that's the- something chocolatey. Yes, get your favorite chocolate. Get your favorite dessert. Start planning this now because, listen, we also talk about this a lot um, and we've got some great podcasts, sexwithemily.com. You can check out all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. But we we talk about like, this is a day that, you know, it's going to be here. We're all going to have to experience it, whether you love it or hate it. If you're in a relationship or not, buy yourself something, do something, you know, have a Valentine's Day party, like, like have a singles potluck with all of your friends or just do something that you're like, okay, you know what? I don't have a partner, but I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to buy myself a toy. I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to eat chocolate. I'm going to pamper myself. I'm going to self-love the fuck out of myself all day, all weekend long. It's not a Friday. We're going to take a quick break and we come back even more Valentine's Day. Hey, Jamie, I got a quiz for you. Oh, I love quizzes. All right. It's a sex toy quiz, so you'll do well. Okay, even better. What do you get when you cross (laughs) the maker of one of the most popular couples toys with the maker of the most popular solo toys? What do you get? Oh, a whole lot of pleasure i'm assuming orgasms oh close close close. close. like the orgasms are pleasure 
Well, what we're talking about, and Jamie does know this, is the Melt, the all-new Melt by WeVibe. They got together with another Sex with Emily favorite, the Womanizer. So it's like Womanizer and WeVibe had a baby, and they made the Melt. And we have all melted. Oh, my God. Because it uses the Pleasure Air technology. And when I first saw the Melt, Jamie, at the show before you, at the trade show, I was like, you're going to die. I did die. It's so good. And then my niece came by and got hers, and she's like, that's all I'm using now. I'm telling you, the concept is kind of genius. Because it takes all that like indirect clitoral stimulation that's already mind-blowing and then puts it into a device you can actually use during intercourse. Like that's, it's shaped perfectly for your hand to hold it. Or that, your partner that's what hold sex it. has been missing. It's been missing the melt <sighs> because it doesn't get in the way of penetration. You can easily target your clitoris. You get all that perfect like kissing and sucking from the pleasure air during penetration, which we know. We love, you know, penetration is a good time, but your clitoris isn't going to get as much pleasure. It's like oral and penetration at the same time. And the melt, of course, comes with everything you'd expect from WeVibe. Waterproof, rechargeable, whisper quiet, body safe, and da-da-da works with the WeConnect app, which I love. I don't want to be fumbling around for buttons. Never. I love using it with my phone put you in total control of the toy. You need the melt in your life. I'm just telling you if you've been on the fence about buying one of these pleasure air toys. No, this is the one. This is the one. There you heard it. To see what it's all about, go to sexwithemily.com slash wevibe. That's sexwithemily.com slash W-E-V-I-B-E today. Can I get real for a second? Being proactive about your sexual health and wellness is something that gets put on the back burner all the time. Unfortunately, This is especially true for women's pelvic floor health, which you know is so important. But I have amazing news for you. Introducing Yarlap, the only clinically proven FDA cleared device designed to tone and strengthen your pelvic floor using auto kegel technology. Yep, Yarlap is the real deal. It's a small and discreet device that you use at home to have your kegels done for you. In as little as two weeks, you can experience a stronger pelvic floor. Well, what does that mean? Let me lay it out. Okay. It starts with your sex life. Your PC muscle is literally at the center of every orgasm. So stronger muscle, stronger and more frequent orgasms. Oh, and by the way, it can also lead to increased sexual enjoyment and desire just by strengthening your pelvic floor. And of course, a strong pelvic floor will also help prevent annoying bladder leaks. So you don't need pills and you don't need those annoying pads. I'm thrilled to welcome Yarlip to the Sex with Emily family and I hope you'll check it out. If you're ready to have your kegels done for you, you literally don't have to do anything. But get this. You can save $30. Go to sexwithemily.com slash Yarlap right now. Use code Emily at checkout. That's sexwithemily.com slash Y-A-R-L-A-P and use code Emily to save $30 today. I'm glad Steve is here because listen, whether you love or hate it, it's on, I think it's it's on our mind in a relationship or not, especially if you're in one, you're like, what do I do? Um, either I care about it, I don't care about it. How do I know the right gift to get? So all we're giving you, we're giving you tips. And then tonight, I want to know since Steve's here as well, like, what do you think? Do you care if you get a gift for Valentine's Day? Like, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Because I think, I think that matters. I mean, for, for me, I, me and my wife and I were like, we're more into like an experience than like an actual like firm gift. Just speaking from her standpoint, before I talk from mine. So we got a hotel suite and we'll go out to like a really nice dinner and we'll spend the night in the city that night, just her and I. 
and like we thought like oh we would focus all this money but I can't help myself but got her a present even though we agreed no presents that's amazing that's really sweet well but that's the thing is that but she expects that for you now from you probably I think she secretly does I think she does expect that I'm gonna give her a gift but like we were I was talking about in the office with someone and by the way guy like girls should not have to give guys presents on Valentine's Day I've never expected one ever in my life I think that some guys think it'd probably be nice to be thought of. Some guys like romance. Well, but romance is like lingerie and some heels. I think a guy, you know, and I mean, maybe you're doing that on a Tuesday, you know, far be it from me to know what your sex life is. Actually, I do know what your sex life is. I mean, is. do you listen, I listen to the show? I listen to the show. Yeah, <laughs> the show we know what your sex no, life I do, is. I do know what your sex life is. But. I like the idea of an experience. So I have this thing that I was, this Valentine's Day, I have these letters, Steve. Oh. So... I save things. I don't, I, well, I lose things often in my life, but for whatever reason, I have held on to every single letter I've ever received in my entire life from a friend or a lover, somebody who I've had sex with. How many, what do you have? Just boxes upon boxes? They, I brought them in, like boxes, and they're by file, they're by name. Files. How like, did you know to save this? Because they meant something to me. I just thought, it's like love in a box. I don't know if I ever want to pull them out. But turns out I hadn't pulled out a lot of them for 20 years. But I, they were always very well filed because I just, there was something very meaningful about like words, words of affirmation, yeah. love language. And also, it's a great history of, of just life and people I've been in love with or in like with and experiences I have. I also have all my journals, all my tickets to movies and concerts and just in a file by the guy. So like we opened it up and like shit was falling out. I'm like, oh, there's the letter that he wrote me on Birch Bark and here's the album he made me and here's like a weird They're you know, so feather. They're so sweet. And it's the New only years. thing you have organized. The only, it's the most organized <laughs> thing in my life. That's what, like I, like, I picture like FBI filing cabinets. Like Emily could do a profile on these guys that I she could. dated oh, over her oh, whole life. hundred Like it's so organized. Yeah. But, I would never, I, I would picture you being like, I'm going to do this. And then two guys in, you'd be like, you know what, I'm bored. <laughs> F this. We're skipping this now. I want to do this now. You're I can't so believe you right. did it for so long. Well, I think it was a simpler time. Before we had all this, <laughs> text messaging is a disaster for relationships. Not only don't can't you save anything, you've like been ghosted or deleted by the time, you know, you go out with them and there are no people aren't even having relationships anymore. So these were like three month relationships, six months you would have to send a letter or you'd have to I feel like and then they'd come up on a horse and buggy. I mean, not that, but you you'd send a letter. <laughs> Wait, you would send a letter. And this was an email. I have letters, so I found them. But really, you would send a letter, a postcard. All my boyfriends would send me postcards. And they'd be like, that was so fun last week. Or they would, you know, and then I have emails. I started to print out emails because before text, you'd get emails every day from guys yeah. I was dating. So then I printed those out. And those guys have files because printing was more of a thing. And now I've got nothing for the last 10 years. All these guys... <laughs> Very if you're small. listening and she has a file on you, don't kill anyone. <laughs> it <laughs> does sound like, like a file gonna, on them. I do. Be exhibits in court. It's I just true. save all my old iPhones. I literally have like six iPhones. And I could be like, oh, that's when I was with Paula oh. and that's when I was with oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, so just all the texts are in there? Yeah. I can just literally boot them back up and see any like any like oh. uh, pictures that were sent my way from an ex. If I ever want to reminisce. So you never want to trade in your phone for the new phone? I, I have the new phone. I just have the old phones. I don't trade them. I just oh, wait till okay. they run them into the ground. I guess I have, this is interesting. Well, I guess I just, I don't know, Steve. I don't know how I had the, the discipline. I'm proud which of Which I no longer have in these ways. Yes. But 
It's in there somewhere. Yes, I'd love to hear one of these this poets. One. So look at this piece of paper. By the way, I was like, what is this scrap of paper she keeps waving in every <laughs> that, Oh, yeah, that's what we what put the rundown. Every night? So I brought, in, I brought in so many. I had to take them out of the front. What'd you say? I was like, like, is this what she's doing every night? Just waving a scrap of paper at you, yeah. all of you? Well, you should see the papers in my life. But this one, there were so many. So, Steve, you can imagine this. I got a little overwhelmed because there was a lot. And I was like, at first, I thought this would be fun. We're all going to excavate my entire love life. We're going to mm-hmm. go through it. And then I had like a, I'm like, you guys take them. So they went through. Yes. And we approved this. We approved. This is from Gary, not his real name. Okay. And he wrote me this email after we had a weekend getaway. And I believe, if I remember now, it was February. So it could have been a Valentine's Day thing. And this was like probably 20 years ago, 15. That's what I was going to say. How many years ago? 20 years ago, 15 years ago. And, okay. and it was an experience. And this is what he said. And then, okay. Remember, our, this was after. Oh, my God. Remember our, remember our dinner at Spago in February? It was February. Hours before, we had an intense conversation in which I explained that I found my true self and meeting and meaning. And then he wrote, realities and distractions. I asked you to cancel my tarot card reading because I didn't believe in that superstitious fate type stuff anymore. And then he wrote in parens, the end of the eight ball. Because this dude had an eight ball. And I was like... He would a- literally would ask the eight ball things would he, like, all the carry time. Carry it around? Yeah, or it was yeah. He would carry it. Like, Let me ask eight ball. I'm like that's just dumb. like at first it's cute or sweet, and yeah. then he like lived by the eight ball. Well, that's you would I would you would dump him now if you were on a date today yeah. and someone took out an eight ball you would well, get him committed. If someone sent me a fax today too, and so I had some faxes. That would be weird, but I do have some faxes. Oh my god. Okay, he said. Um. Okay. No, you're right. People don't. He said, we were staying at the beautiful Argyle, home of the famous headbanging orgasm, which I don't remember having orgasms with him, but I oh. must have had a headbanging orgasm at the Argyle, which is now the Sunset Tower. Very beautiful hotel. That was fun. We couldn't stop touching each other at dinner that night. Let's go back to L.A. soon. Could that really be a place we could maybe live? Now, I got a, my, I went, ugh, because I remember the problem in our relationship was that he wanted to live together and get married. Mm. And that was the and problem. You were like, you were like what? Yeah. I was like, I don't want to live with you. I'm still on the fence about whether being a Gemini makes me interesting or neurotic. All the same, love you. Did you love it as much as I did? Check yes. <laughs> I'm Check here to tell yes. you, baby, no one does it like we do. Something. No, baby, nobody does it. Gary. Well. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, now I'm remembering so many things about this, but he, so that was, first of all, it's nice to read back to, it's nice that he wrote me words and he would always like, after we'd had these weekends together, he, I did love what he sent me and the words and the stuff like that. But the annoying thing about this guy was that he was very controlling. And I remember he really wanted us to move in together way before I was comfortable. And he was controlling in the sense of, I remember that one time he came home, uh, to Michigan with me. And this is the guy that my mom was like, pulls me in the bathroom. She's like, I don't like him. He's, he's very controlling. He's, he's controlling, meaning like he packed up my suitcase for me. And I liked that because I have packing anxiety, but he was also a little controlling. Like he wanted me to wear Navy because just Navy. I don't know. He liked Navy. He was more conservative than I was. What colors were you wearing? I was like wearing black. That's Which not is like, how is that that's not? A nun. That's okay. literally like a step below Navy. Navy <laughs> in the spectrum. It was his cultural thing. It was like Navy and pearls. But that was him. But I liked, yeah. So what do you do? Now I'm bringing up, we should read these more in depth, all of these, because I'm remembering patterns in my life. He was a great guy, though, not controlling, like angry, just but like just random OCD, weird which things. I appreciate in people it like just, Kristen. It feels like such a weird thing to slip into an email, though. 
do you think this could be the place? Like, that's such a, like, not okay thing. Like, he should have just been like, we had great sex and we went away. Talk soon. Yeah, See you he soon. kept planting the seed. Well, well now I'm reading it. It's a bit much. But what would you do? You like email back? Like, no, we can't live together there. I think I avoided all of that together. And then when he bought a house, Healthy. he's like, so I picture our house. <laughs> you guys, I okay, listen, listeners. I was all like you. I was avoidant. Yeah. I didn't want to commit. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to have any serious conversations. And when he said, this is a house that I bought for us, oh. I hung up. I like, hung, I, I'm like, I got to go. He bu- Wait, he bought a house? He bought a house. And he's like, I would want you to move into this house with me. And I was like, gotta go. I was like late 20s. But that's like, you don't buy a house and be like, live. Yes. This is what I'm saying. He was planting the seeds the whole time. Is there any way to reel somebody? Is there any way to reel somebody back in? Like, is there any way to be like, hey, you're so ready for me to do this. But if you can just like move back your expectations a little bit and we can just go back to dating. I think that's where we need to be. Like, Or is it, it was you know, so far gone, you can never this be This is like him. doing therapy with my younger self. If I had known then what I would have known now, I wouldn't have handled it so immaturely. I wouldn't have been like avoidant. I yeah. would have been like, this is, you know what, right now, I'm actually, but this was a different time. I would have said, I'm actually not looking for a relationship and I'm actually trying to, you know, figure out what I want right now. I like hanging out, out with you, but it seems like you're moving this really fast and yeah. I like to slow it down. And I remember him pushing the relationship and I also love being loved and I love being adored. And he sent me like flowers every week and he was very attentive and gave me a lot of the stuff that I do mm-hmm. like. So it felt great and I'd be all swept up in it. But back then, and now I believe we have more, we can do this. But back then to say, I want to date other people or I want to explore or slow down. It was like, if you're with someone for a year, you are going to move forward and get married. And, you know, so that's what I would tell my younger self. God, it's just such a hard thing to put in email. Well, also, but then, but if you're not like, because I can imagine someone potentially texting that. So before texting was popular, I could see them saying like, what else would you do though? If you had a job and you couldn't talk on the phone, you would like, I have a lot of, listen, I didn't print out the emails from the last 10 years. I have more, but they, they, that's what you had to do. Or before, you know, this was 15 years ago before texting was everything. Texting is ruined. It's just like too immediate and like it's too much too fast of being able to communicate directly with someone. I think there's something romantic about your email and letter correspondences. We are uh, talking about Valentine's Day, which kind of wraps into a lot. There's a lot that it brings up. Are you going to get the right gift? Are you going to, uh, you know, do you need to get a gift? If your partner says, I don't want you to do anything, you don't need to do anything. What do you do if you've just been dating someone for like a week or a month? Oh, my God. Do you need to get them a gift? The stress. It's stressful. It really is stressful. Did you ever come upon that? I mean, I don't want to, I think you guys are talking about it throughout the week, but I wonder if you've ever come upon it too soon. You don't have to go into too much detail. But I'm here tonight and I want to know, damn it. (laughs) I feel... You just acknowledge it and you're like, it's, here's what I, this is my blanket statement for all, everyone in a relationship, a new relationship, a friends with benefits, a marriage, just address it ahead of time. Like say, Hey, and this year it's great. It's on, it's on a Friday. You're probably going to see your loved one anyway. And just say it's Friday's the 14th is Valentine's day. Is there anything you had in mind? Anything you like to do? How do you feel about Valentine's day? I was thinking if you're the planner in the relationship, I was thinking we could I don't know. Go, well, I wouldn't even say go to dinner. Okay, so my idea is <laughs> I think we should do something that night. And they say, great. What do you have in mind? And my idea is to make it a sexy night because I think you go out and you pay too much at a restaurant. You don't want to really be around people. Yeah. Maybe you do for a little bit, mm. but have like a hotel room after. Like, Steve, yeah. that's my perfect Valentine's Day. That sounds great. You could do that in any stage of the relationship. Yeah. A hotel room is Hot. literally 
Viagra for any relationship. Like it just like it just is like such a great night, no matter if it's like, you know, the hotel can be anywhere as long as it's not a roach motel. Come on, guys. Springs yeah. a little better than that. But like it could just be like a regular hotel that's in your town. Like just the change of scenery, I think, is exactly awesome. mixing you, things up. You don't have to worry about your own cleanup, really. Wow. I mean, what are you doing in there? Well, no, it's true. I I listen. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. I believe that why have it be a stressful? I think it's just a great night to say, you know what? We're in this relationship. Let's do something we don't normally do. Let's not just stay home and watch TV and watch reality shows. Steve's not. That's the one night that he's not going to be home watching TV with his wife. That's First of all, how dare you? (laughs) Literally. Secondly, you're right. Um, it's true, but like, do you know that. <laughs> but right, like that's no. But I mean, when amazing. you're married, I, I'm very happy in my relationship. But yeah, we come home from work, we cook dinner, we talk, we watch some TV. That's literally what everybody does. So it's not just you. But, but I just happen to know we we were together for one month before our first Valentine's Day together. Oh, and so what did you do? So she on a one of our dates had said, and it was like we were talking. What's like one of your favorite things that's just like bizarre, like just something you're into food, whatever. And she's like, you know what? I have a really sick obsession with, and I haven't had them forever. Are these raviolis they sell at Costco? And she's like, I know that sounds like a garbage person, but like, I'm scared admitting it to you and you might run away, but like, I really love them. So she was coming over and we had no pressure, but she was just going to come over and spend Valentine's day. And we were going to just hang out. And I went and got us a Costco membership. Like I went and got a Costco membership and she's like, where are we going? I was like, we're going to go pick up the raviolis and we're going to come back and we're going to drink, we're going to make the raviolis, and we'll watch a movie. And that's all we did. That, and it was great. That sounds fun. See, yeah. you remembered something that she had yeah. said. And I was nervous, though, because I was like, is this, this is fucking creepy. You know, like, well, I didn't tell her I went out and got a Costco. I was like, yeah, I always had it. But- <laughs> I got it like a day before. <laughs> I want a man with a Costco membership. Well, that's what like, I that's, all- Put that on your dating profile, too. <laughs> Must I- have own Costco. No, um, no but, that, but you remembered she liked the ravioli. Well, it was that little thing, but yeah. I did, I did but- do what you said, which was like, I just didn't... I was nervous. Like, you were like, do I say something? Do I not yeah. say something? I just said, hey, like, let's just hang out that day. That was it. It was just that easy. Hang out on that day. That's what you can say. But yeah. I do... Well, I'm going to wait for him to say something. He's usually pretty on point. He's like very... Okay. But would you be happens. upset if he doesn't say anything? No, because I know we're going to hang out anyways yeah. that day. I just don't know if it's going to be Valentine's-esque. But I just feel like he's very sweet. He's very nice. Okay. So I think he might... I don't like expect like a card or anything. Not that I need a card, but... Emily, has anyone ever done it like over the top Valentine's Day for you where you were just like, eh, I'm not into this. Like this is too much or too soon. I Besides this guy that tried to buy you a house. Now I wish I took the house though because real estate, <laughs> San Francisco. I mean, come Kristen on. Kristen would be like, "Fuck yes, a house." Yeah, Kristen. Yeah. In. This guy's still Pissed, single. That letter. I was supposed to. Do, read are, it. do you like your family? You got I, a house? No, I was like reading it again, and all these things came up. Yo, I think he's divorced, Kristen. Let's call the house. He might even call have another him. house. I've had guys go over the top, but never. It, um, Typically, it's just like on a first few dates. They okay. do too much. They do the things. But on Valentine's Day, if I'm spending Valentine's Day with you, you've already been vetted and it, it it's probably you not can... going to be that annoying and over the top. Yeah. But I've half had people do like nothing and that didn't feel great either. 
So I think it has to be somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, just acknowledging that it's it's a day that we all can't avoid and it's there and flip it on its head. You know, why don't you reframe Valentine's Day and say, you know what? I get it's a Hallmark holiday and it's commercialized. But what if you just think of it as a day to deepen your relationship, deepen your um, your partnership, your connection, do something different that night. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the show. Business with Emily. Find me on SiriusXM Radio Monday through Friday. Stars 109, free 30-day trial at sexwithemily.com slash SXM. And I'm totally cool if you just want to call in Monday through Friday and get your questions answered. I'm here for you. 888-947-8277. If you like this show, let us know. Leave us five stars wherever you listen, whatever app you listen on. iTunes, we so appreciate it. Leave a comment. If you want more, if you want to uh, send us a question or get in touch, it's feedback at sexwithemily.com. Love you all. Thank you to my awesome team, Ken, Kristen, Elisa, Brian, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You know, I love helping people prioritize their pleasure and build their sexual confidence. And often that advice comes with a toy recommendation. Well, this is why I'm so excited to let you in on a secret project I've been working on, a vibrator that helps do all of that. It's the Sex with Emily Vesper, an elegant little vibrator you wear as a necklace. It's a beautiful pendant that can be your little secret or a sexy conversation starter. Totally up to you. And if wearing a vibrator around your neck isn't enough of a confidence booster, my Vesper comes engraved with your choice of three limited edition phrases I wrote for you. I come first, turn me on, or meditate, masturbate, manifest. And you know that if I put the Sex with Emily name on something, it's a high quality product. My Vesper is super strong for its size, USB rechargeable, and includes a 26-inch chain. It's available in three colors, silver, gold, and rose gold. Never tried a vibrator? No problem. Have a closet full at home? I promise my Vesper is something totally unique. The Sex with Emily Vesper starts at just $69, and you can order yours at sexwithemily.com Vesper. That's my site, sexwithemily.com V-E-S-P-E-R. And when you get it, be sure to let me know what you think.